to Crossplay, our video game podcast here at The Whatnots. Today is Saturday, December 18th, 2021, and this is episode 101. Hell yeah. Coming up on today's show, we're going to be talking about the Game Awards 2021. Since we did not get to record last week, uh, we will also be talking about the Nintendo Indie Direct that happened this past week. We finally did it. Splinter Cell being remastered. It's coming back, kind of. Kind of. And I'm so excited. I couldn't be happier. Uh, my name is Kyle Springer, and I am joined by Ignacio Rojas. Ignacio, what's up, dude? Hey, how's it going? Doing good. How are you, Kyle? I'm doing good. I'm good doing all right. I just woke up from a nap. So I'm still like trying you know to what? Me wake too. myself up. <laughs> Me too. I also it's one of those days, it. man. Yeah, yeah. Like I, it's raining he- here, and it's it's like it's not too cold, but it's not warm out. It's just like it's mm. perfect nap time. Yeah. Well, either so. Yeah. Woke up from a nap. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, have you seen Spider Man yet? What kind of questioning is that, man? Of course yeah, I did. Yeah. I watched it oh, yes. this Wednesday. I got to watch it. Okay. Uh, oh, wow. So you, you saw it on Wednesday. I saw it on Thursday. Yeah. Melissa saw it yesterday mm-hmm. on Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think uh, we'll have to talk after this, but we're hoping to do a spoiler cast uh, tomorrow at some point. Uh, so we'll work out exactly what time to see if we can get you on that as well. Um but yeah, if you you guys watched Spider Man, which was fantastic, fantastic, by the way, what I loved a it. movie! Oh, I what know. a movie! So good, so good. I can't believe Dumbledore sh- showed up. Yeah, uh, it was wild, man. Yeah. man Dumbledore in a Spider Man c- costume is nuts. Yeah. Get ready, Fortnite. Whether like, they you also can't, can't even compare. Whether right? they also had a Matrix crossover, considering the movies coming out now, <laughs> Sony on there. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, let's see. What, what else have you been up to this week? It's been two weeks since we've recorded. So yeah. what have you been up to? Well, I got no surgery for one. So I've been recovering oh, okay. from that these past two weeks. No. Yeah. Uh, that happened two weeks ago. And right now I'm already breathing better through my nose. It is better. Yeah. It isn't quite 100% because it's still swollen from the surgery and all that stuff. As you have to do clean, like but. just starting to not be as swollen, and you're like, I think it's working. Yeah, I think it's working. Yeah, and it, it, gotcha. it's surprising how short of a recovery it was. Uh, how to explain it? Because uh, before surgery, people will tell me like, "Oh, you will have these uh, things up your nose, and you won't be able to breathe uh, for a while." But then what happened was I got the surgery. I, first day, I could breathe well. I had some uh-huh. tubes in there. Day two and day three, it got all clogged, so I couldn't breathe. And then day four, through cleaning and <laughs> coughing up a lot of... Uh, <laughs> Gross. <laughs> uh, what do you call it? Uh, when Mucus and phlegm? And stuff no. Like that. Uh, when you hurt yourself, the blood forms... Uh, just like like a, a scab. Sure, that yeah. So I just, had to yeah, cough like a lot of dried it. Dried blood. Yeah, yeah. I had to cough it a lot of it. But uh, yeah, after that, I've been Rest. breathing pretty well. 
There you go. I'm glad you're breathing well. It always yeah. feels good when you can breathe. Yeah, exactly. No, who 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 would have thought that? Yeah, who would have thought air would feel good? Air is important. Yeah. Who would have thought? <laughs> good stuff. Yeah, what are you? It's been winding. It's been winding down. Uh, kind of here at the whatnots. Uh, Melissa and I just this morning recorded our like uh review show wrap up. We did all of our awards and stuff like that. Um. We're getting ready for this Monday to record our retrospective, mm-hmm. uh, our like sixth year anniversary <laughs> celebration. Uh, so we'll be talking about some of the awards we had on that. We'll be talking about some of the stuff we did here on Crossplay. Just looking back and celebrating all of the stuff that we did, as well as like looking into next year to be like, hey, what else do you guys want to do? Let's just party, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I'm stoked about all of that. I'm about to go see my parents. Oh. Uh, they live out in Wyoming. Um, mm. So I'm about to go spend a couple weeks out there with them. That'll be the first time I've seen them in two years. Oh, wow. Thanks to the pandemic. Yeah. Um, but since I'm going out to see them, I can't really take Christmas gifts back home with me. Like, I don't have the space to do all of that yeah. stuff. Yeah. So they sent me a couple gifts here and it they they did the thing where they they bought me something because they saw the name of something that i like on it and it like they just don't know exactly what it is that they bought me so they bought me another gundam model yeah i think you posted Um, a a picture of yourself building (laughs) it i started to so i i i was making it and you have this piece like you build the legs and then you have the like hip thing that goes in there and then there was this piece that just stuck at but that just like stuck out like right in between the 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 legs and i knew it was meant to like be the 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 like spine of this thing but it like bent down and was just in between the legs looking like an erect penis and i was just like (laughs) what is this (laughs) i was like gundam you must be so excited to see me (laughs) but uh they they bought me the psycho gundam it's a big boy. Oh wow! It's this guy. Yeah. Nice. Um. Yeah, it's pretty cool. This is in Mobile Suit Gundam Zeta and Double Zeta. Um. Yeah, this this is a giant one. The smaller ones that I have back there are in scale to this one. The smaller ones like only go up to like the knee. <laughs> here uh but yes it's a gundam but it's also a g- g- gundam that the bad guys use. Oh, yeah uh and so my parents just bought me this because they're like look it says gundam you can build it and i was like cool thanks mom nah. <laughs> oh. ah. there we go <clears throat> put that back on my desk there so that's what i've been up to recently yeah let's talk about video games it's just you and me yep. this week so it should be a pretty short one yep um well we aren't doing this so ignacio Yo. talk to me about what you've been playing how what have you been up to i see it's one of those things where no new games are coming out now so i <laughs> i'm someone who if there's not a game, a new game that's coming out, I'll just bounce between games that I just have. Uh, so I've been bouncing okay. between several games. 
For example, I restarted Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, I haven't played much of I it. I have on my Run the Jewels Cyberpunk sweatshirt shirt on mm. right now. Cool. I haven't played much of it. Uh, I think I'm getting close to where I left off last time. And I also, okay. again, <laughs> when a game is that new, I, I struggle to keep playing keep with the game so uh i've been playing like in one hour chunks so i'm making an effort to at least get further than i did before but uh it's it's hard it's hard uh other than that halo Uh, came out halo infinite came out real quick how how is it compared to the first time that you started to to play like have you noticed less bugs uh I was fortunate enough that when I played Cyberpunk, it wasn't really that buggy for me. Granted, I didn't play that much, maybe a couple of hours, and I think I only experienced one, like, one graphical glitch. Uh, graphical glitch, yeah. Uh, and one crush, now that I remember. Uh, the glitch that I'm thinking about of did have a crush. A company. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> see what's so weird? about cyberpunk is that it doesn't run that well and i don't know if that's because of my pc that it isn't that great but i feel like uh so you know cyberpunk one of the big things about cyberpunk was it's ray tracing but it feels like it yeah. is so hard for to get the game running well with ray tracing i have a decent enough gpu but if I turn on ray tracing, even if I turn on DLSS, it runs at 20 frames a second at best. Oof. Yeah. Oh, man. That's yeah. Rough. So I had to play it with uh, ray tracing off. So yeah, I think it is better than, than where it was before. Of course, they have patched it quite a bit since then. And also I did download some mods that I was supposed to make it run better. But still, comparing it to other games, you can see it is very rough, especially when you compare it to something like Halo. Yeah. For example. I gotcha. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Well, that leads us right into Halo then. Yeah. Uh, You know, we've talked about uh, my journey with Halo, which is mainly just me playing Halo 1 and really not enjoying it at all. So yeah. I do not, I do not have that uh, nostalgia for Halo. I do not look fondly back on Halo. I'm not a multiplayer guy, so uh, playing the Halo multiplayer does nothing for me. So I was cautiously, cautiously waiting for this story, and once again, it didn't grab me. It isn't a bad game. Yep. It has, it is, it is good, but. Something about it, uh, again, I know there are a lot of people that really love the Halo gameplay, but for me, the Halo gameplay doesn't do that much for me to the point that I've been avoiding fighting whenever I can, because there are a lot of instances where you can just run through the enemies and not you do not need to fight them, so I've been doing that a lot. And uh, yeah, the open world, which I think was a good idea for them to try it out, it feels so empty and uh, not not a very good terrain even for uh, for uh, an open world there are at least 
in the area that I'm, I'm in right now, at the beginning of it, I feel like it is so hard to even drive around with a, I don't know what they call the, the four-wheeled motorcycle there. Warthogs or the Mongo yeah. Goose. Or, and yeah. that's because the, the terrain is so uneven where there are several hills. And not only that, but there are several things on the way that make it even difficult. And even the handling yeah. of them, I do not like them, do not like it that much. And so uh, while I think that it was a good idea for them to, uh, the open world was a good idea for the game. I don't think the execution was that good. And I, I'm wondering if that is an indicative that maybe it wasn't a good idea for a Halo open world game. And really the only good thing that I can say about the game, I mean, the, the game is fine. It's fine. It isn't a bad game. You can have your enjoyment if you like that sort of game. It even reminds me a lot of a game like Wolfenstein in a lot of ways with the with the shooting gameplay. But one thing that I do have to commend the game for doing really well was the grappling hook. I am enjoying yeah. a lot that grappling hook. It is such fun using it, not only for traversal but also for for when you fight other Fighting, people. Yeah. yeah. It is such a cool yeah. thing. And it is such a simple thing. It is just a grappling hook, but that grappling hook you can use in so many ways where, yes, you can uh, sip your way to somewhere else, but not only that, you can sip, your, sip up to other enemies or grab an explosive that then you can toss it to, to enemies. And that is very much a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I've been playing Halo 2. I've beaten it. I've beaten the campaign. Mm. Um, and I my my kind of review of the game is that, yes, it's not a game for someone like you. It's not it's not a game for someone who doesn't really have the nostalgia for the series or doesn't really know what's happening in the story. Uh, as someone who's played most of the Halo games, I also have no idea what's <laughs> happening in the story. Um, the they they just they seem to be in a really really weird place, and it led to a bunch of decisions that I think were really tough for them to to make. And I think they made some really good calls um, that I I I I think has set them up in a good place. Um, but I it's it's just. It, it's in like that is the thing like the game has set them up to be in a good place but that means they just had to dig themselves out of the hole that they originally dug themselves in right so it like i don't know like it's not great it's not gonna win any kind of like game of the year stuff uh in in terms of the campaign um but i like i enjoyed it I I I lo- I liked it a lot despite not really knowing exactly what was happening in the story um and where it ends up to not super satisfied with um but mechanically I think it feels great uh I I it's god it feels so good to just hit someone in in this game you're shooting shoot him shoot him bam right in the right in the head and it just it feels so good like you said, that grappling hook is amazing. I think it's a brilliant addition to the the gig game, and it feels like 
it feels like something that should have been in Halo for a lot longer now it just like it just makes so much sense to grapple around the layers or to jump up and grapple down uh and you can like electrify and do this like ground pound thing um yeah like it's just I, i think it adds a new layer to the gameplay that just makes a lot of sense yeah but i i also don't disagree with you that I think the open world is an interesting next step. I'm glad they did it. I want to see them continue with it is the thing. Like, I don't want them to abandon it and be like, well, that didn't work. It's like, well, it's it's working, but it's it's just a fairly standard open world that you would have seen on like late gen ps3 stuff or like early ps4 so if they can do more creative stuff with the open world i think that'd be really neat um like more more environmental storytelling because they 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 have all of these uh little like tablets that are scattered around the world to so you can find these find these audio logs and the audio logs really have nothing to do with like what is happening like in that scene oh right yeah i know it's paid attention to it's stuff about like the audio logs basically what they did is it feels like the story that they're telling in this skipped something there, like there's there's a period of time that we haven't seen yet because we haven't played it in those games mm-hmm. between Halo 5 and this one. Technically, I think Halo Wars 2 is after Halo 5, uh, and there's some stuff in that. But for the most part, yeah, it seems like we've skipped a period of time, and now we're on this new Halo, and the audio logs are kind of filling in the giggy gap, and the audio logs are kind of like closing off all of the plot threads from halo 5 okay. be like well that's how we're wrapping up that stuff because we know you guys didn't like it so let's move on to something else that we hope you guys do like which i think is more a continuation of halo wars 2 um if i'm not mistaken but yeah, there's a lot of lore in those things, but it's about stuff that like happened elsewhere. It's like, why does this one Marine have this one iPad that has that audio log on it? Like, it makes no sense nah. of just like why this would be here on the, 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 the this this exact spot. Um, but yeah, I I think the open world that they have the i like i like the idea behind it but yeah their ter- the terrain is difficult um you can't it's it's hard to drive vehicles around in that like i i really hated having to use a vehicle so i walked most of the yeah me the too place um the warthog is always in my opinion been awkward to drive but once you kind of figure it out it's it's not all that bad bad bad, bad. but man i could not steer the mongoose in this game to save my life that was awful um 
I yeah, and there's just like with the like one or two places that like the game spawned a tank, or when you get the ability to spawn it at one of your bases, there's just no room <laughs> for the the tank. Like you can't really do anything with it. So it, it just I don't know. Like it doesn't really make sense that it's an open world like this, and it's just like you can't use the things that they want you to. Do. Yeah. Huh. Okay. And I think and I think Weird. those things are good ideas. Uh, like having your mini bases scattered around the world and you've been able to call Absolutely. down all these different vehicles. They are good ideas. The problem is the execution or the world that they are put into where they just right. do not fit right. well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like we need some more open areas mm -hmm. we need some beaches or something right like we, we need some like snow up in the mountaintops yeah like we just need a little bit more biodiversity and I, I think eventually we'll get that um but it's also it's also not like i'm not specifically being like i want a snow level and i want a yeah. lava level it's just like we need just more space like you've crammed it with just mountains and hills and debris and all this stuff that you just can't move yeah and uh, that's why i think it would have been a very good idea for them to make halo into a battle royale game because uh if you take it in a, in a way like a fortnite Fortnite does that have does have that where you have the snow area and the desert area and it's this huge mm -hmm. map where you would walk around ve with vehicles. I think that uh, it would make a lot of sense for them to make it a battle royale. Whether or not they will, I doubt it. But I think yeah. it would be a good idea. Yeah, and based on where the story leaves off uh at the end of this yeah we have we still have a lot to figure out like there's just things that just aren't <laughs> answered oh, at wow. all uh <laughs> in 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 this so yeah i i assume we're gonna be getting some kind of dlc to expand on the story i think that's probably where it's like oh we're gonna go to a new part of the halo ring because in the grand scheme of things like we're only on a small portion yep. of that gigantic ring there so um yeah I, I i think they have the opportunity to expand all of that stuff and i i think i think they can do it is the thing like i'm not i i don't want to walk away from this podcast making it sound like i didn't like the game because i did i i had a blast um but i also was like couldn't really make sense of a of the story there's one line in there that i think sums it up uh it was it's not a spo 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 spoiler but i I, th I think it sums up how bungie thought about the game there's a scene where they have three, four, three. to say that line what was that three oh, four three yeah, uh three four three uh how 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 they felt about the game and uh, how they were making this. And there's a scene where Cortana says it's not in ending. It's a chance to rectify mistakes. Mm -hmm. And so I, I, I think that's really what they did with this game. It's like, look, let's just put in the work in this game to get us in a good spot so that once it's out there, we can basically just start building 
and start start new. Um, so yeah, I, I I think that's what they did, and I think it's successful in that. Like I'm I'm excited to see where this goes next. Now now that 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 that, that, that I know kind of what happened and what's happening, but also still don't know. <laughs> so. There you go. And can that I I have to say I didn't like the pilot. The, oh, the, the, I thought the, it was so annoying. He just doesn't want to be there. Yeah, the whole, really the whole time. So and the whole like, time just, he's like that. Yeah, the whole time. Oh, uh, I mean, he like there's about halfway in the game. There's some revelations on his character. I won't say what they are. Um, but yeah, the the relationship ch- changes a bit, and I, I I think he gets more tolerable once you understand him a little bit better. But I don't think it, like it, I, I just don't think he's a good character, or I don't think he's a good character that should stick around. Like I, it's f- f- fine to see that character, but it's very obvious that he does not want to be there. No, that it, it's it's just like well, if he doesn't want to be there take them out like do something else yeah bring so so because there's so many marines that you save that like when you save them they're just like hoorah master chief let's go kick some alien butt and they're ready to go like that's all they want to do is go fight things and this guy's like i just i want to get out of here we're we're all gonna die i don't want to be here so i don't know but halo We've been playing it. I like it. I will say I, it did make my top 10 list for the year, but uh, oh. it's not up there in my favorites. Okay. Interesting. So, there you go. Halo. Halo, Halo, Halo. Interesting. Um, anything else you want to mention here? Should we move on to housekeeping? And then no, I do have one game that I want to mention that I got to talk okay, about cool. since I haven't been able to. Fortnite, 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 what a game, truly a special game. So if you didn't know, Fortnite Chapter 2 ended, and they literally flipped the island, and now we're here in Chapter 3. We finally got the confirmation that The Rock is indeed the foundation, and here we are, a new map, a new beginning. Man, what a game. so, of course, it is the typical Fortnite game. Uh, like I said, it is a brand new map, which I, it, it is a very welcome addition since uh, previous chapters, uh, not chapters, uh, seasons. Uh, the seasons, usually they change places here and there, so it's good that we now get a new map. Uh, also, speaking of the new map, Shout out to them for straight up bringing back some old places that uh, were once in the map. I think that that was a very cool yeah. thing to do. Uh, but like I said, it is still Fortnite, but they did do some very notable additions to the game. So if you didn't know, they made the change from Unreal Engine 4 to Unreal Engine 5 now. Oh, so okay. right now they're making good use of the new engine. They added a new slide mechanic. So now you can nice. slide. They added I saw, that. I saw that and I saw the like Spider-Man swinging. That's another swinging cool thing. addition where the swinging does feel very good. It does feel very good. Go. It is 
very surprising. I wouldn't have expected it to work that well. It works like you would expect it to work. Uh, the singing works pretty good. Um, good on them. Yeah. I, I mean, those are pretty much the biggest additions to the game. Right now, they are doing their holiday Christmas end of the year thing where, uh, just as a public service announcement, they are now giving away something, a free gift every day until Christmas. So, cool. if you haven't, go redeem uh, your free gift. But yeah, uh, those are pretty much the new additions to the game. Like I said before, Fortnite is something pretty special where the game just keeps reinventing itself and it, it just keeps getting making things be fresh every such every so often. Which is That's a awesome. very special thing. Awesome. Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff here. Let's see. I guess with that then we are going to take a quick break. Uh, and we are going to get into some housekeeping, uh, and then when we get back, we'll dive into the news of the week and stuff like that. So we will be right back. We put a lot of hard work into the shows that we make, and yes, we make multiple different shows here at The Whatnots, and we'd love it if you would check them all out. You can find out more information on our website at thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. When you type in the whatnots, all of our shows will pop up right there. Just don't forget to give us a nice rating and review if you like the shows. If you want to support what we do here at The Whatnots, patreon.com slash the whatnots is the best place to do that. You can support us for as little as a dollar a month. You can get all kinds of exclusive content at the $3 tier. You can also get a shout out and thank you on all of our shows at the $5 tier. You can support us on Twitch by subscribing to our channel at twitch.tv slash the whatnots. And we would love to have you all join us for our live streams and talk with us in the chat. And lastly, we have merch. If you want to grab yourself a shirt or a sweatshirt or a mug or something else, go to the whatnots.com slash store to pick up some merch today. And we are back. Would like to give a big shout out to all of our Patreon supporters, especially those at the $5 tier. So thank you to Sam. We love you a lot. We appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And we hope you have a happy holiday season. Thank you, Sam. Thank you. Um, cool things that we've been up to here at the Whatnots that we need to shout out. Uh, we have been doing our reactions to Hawkeye, the Disney Plus series uh, on the Reactor Core like we talked about at the start here, we've also all gone to go see Spider-Man No Way Home. We should be recording a spoiler cast for that. That will also be on the Reactor Core feed. Ignacio, are you going to see the new Matrix? I don't know if I will. I've only watched the first okay. Matrix, and uh, even then I do not remember that much of it. I'm gotcha. debating as to whether or not I will. I think I, if I do, I might want to watch the other movies first. I, I don't yes, know. That would, that would be a good yeah. idea to watch the, them all first. But uh, yeah, we, we may or may not do a spoiler cast on that new one. Um, I know Melissa and I are going to be uh, talking about all the Matrix movies uh, as the first review show of the new year. Hmm. Um, 
one giant podcast where we talk about all of the movies. Uh, so that should be a lot of fun. That's over on the review show. Uh, I think I already mentioned at the start that we did our like year end wrap up for the review show. We did our awards, um, which uh, was like, what, what was your favorite thing that we covered here? Who won the best supporting actor? Who who would you most likely want to go on a date with? Uh, <laughs> all of that stuff. Um, so it, it was good. It was a fun time. So be sure to check that stuff out. And uh, the captain's log, we already wrapped that up for the year as well. We dove into our like Spotify wrapped stuff, as well as some of the favorite media that we've uh, consumed this year, our favorite TV shows and movies and comics and stuff like that. So go check all that stuff out. A lot of good fun. But that ends housekeeping and all of that stuff. So Ignacio, let's get into the news. All right, here we go. The news, the Game Awards 2021. Ignacio, yep. what did you think of the Game Awards this year? Uh, it was a fun show. As always, it is a fun show. Uh, the, uh, the beginning part uh, was very good. Uh, a lot of cool announcements. Uh, it had a good pace, but I think as all the other previous years, it does have that problem where it... It is a three-hour show, which means that there is a lot of bloat. The problem is that yeah. the bloat is a toy. <laughs> like I said, the the beginning part of it is very good, and then the the rest of it it has a lot of bloat. So, uh, it isn't. It needs a better balance as to how to spread out the good announcements and how to spread out the the awards themselves. Yeah. It's just like it, it's. It's the kind of show that survives on all of the advertisements that it has, all of the uh, announcements, all of the trailers. Like it survives because it makes money off of yep. that stuff. Um, but there's just there's so much that there, like it feels like the awards are few and far between. Um, and yeah, it it just it's it's so freaking long. Like I I really feel like the show needs to be two hours. And that's it. Um, and I, I, I think also the awards themselves either need to be cleaned up or like thought about some more because there's there's some that just I feel like sound like the same thing yeah. over and over. Like it's just yeah. multiples of the same thing with a different name there, and it's all the same nominees. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that there's. I mean this is leaps and bounds better than it used to be by far right <laughs> um so i i i i think it's a good show like i mm -hmm. i'm always entertained while i'm yeah watching it there um but yeah there, there's just some things they could do to clean it up yeah for Stuff sure like that so and I know a lot of people were uh, getting on Jeff about his uh, statements before the show when they asked him about Activision and all that stuff. Uh, and then the way he addressed it on on the actual show, uh, a lot of people were unhappy about that. And I have to be honest, I think initially I was, too. Um, but just thinking about it, like, I don't know if there's really anything else he could have done, because if he yeah. calls them out specifically, 
then he also would have had to call out this other company and this other one. And then he would yeah. just have to call out the I, whole games in- industry, which is that's kind of what he did. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, it, that, yeah. that's one of the things that uh, it's complicated. It, it, that's uh, a very complicated thing because uh, uh, pretty often people on the outside always go like, hey, why don't you do this? Hey, why don't you say that? Hey, whatever. But it is very different being in the outside, being a regular Joe that isn't making the yeah. Game Awards. And it is very different to be Jeff Keighley, who has to juggle all these different things. And what he does say does matter, and it can have consequences, and it, it isn't something that you can have lightly. And I think he did a, a good job uh, talking about it at the beginning. But once again, it is not something that you can take lightly, even if it is a good thing that, that you're doing, that, that it is uh, right. talking about, about the bad things that are, that are happening. Yeah, and a lot of the c- companies that he would be calling out are also giving him money yeah. to do this. So it's just, it's it's murky. And yeah. it, it's just, what, what he did was fine, but it also wasn't the best solution. But I recognize it's complicated, and I don't have a better solution to offer. Mm-hmm. So it's just, I, yeah, it's difficult. But let's move on to some of the actual awards here. Yep. Uh, let's start with the big one. Game of the year. From the Game Awards 2021, uh, could you have guessed it would have been It Takes Two? I mean, clearly not, because I straight up said on our 100th episode that It Takes Two was yeah. not going to win. <laughs> straight That's up same. said it. I was like, there's no way this thing wins. I, yeah. I was certain it was either going to be uh, Ratchet and Clank or Metroid Dread. Yeah. Um, but, man, I had It Takes Two. I was uh, stunned. I was just like... Yeah. Wait, everyone, everyone was, to be honest. How everyone did that was. Win? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I, that's one of the games that I missed because yeah, it's a co op game and me I too. have no friends. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And I, I mean, we all know that people that played it love the game. It's just that oh, I didn't, yeah. I, to me, it didn't feel like it was uh, going to win. I, again, I think. Ratchet and Clank and Metroid Dread were, to me, the ones that had the better chance of winning. Yep. But still, again, a lot of people liked it very much, and I think that it is could very well be deserved. I, I don't know. I didn't play it. Yeah, same here. I've, I've heard nothing but good, yeah. good things. So kudos to the developers at mm-hmm. It Takes Two. Congratulations on winning Game of the Year. Good stuff. Yep. Don't get it, Joseph. Mm-hmm. Dang. Um, hey, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy won Best Narrative. Good for Yee- them. At least in one, one, why wasn't it nominated for Game of the Year? Yeah, uh, but at least it, it won something. This that's the thing. Like this year, like g- g- Game of the Year. Some years there's one that is like a natural, like oh that that one, like it's obvious that one's about to win. And then there's yeah. some years where there's like two or three where it's like okay, any of these could win. And then when it's like that, it becomes a numbers game, yeah. right? Because it splits these votes. And I think this year didn't just have two or three good things. There's like six or seven like good things that could all potentially win yeah. game of the year, right? Like Re- Returnal wasn't even on this list. Uh, Forza 
wasn't even on the list. Like, there's so many things that people were like, this is my game of the year that weren't on this. So yeah. it's just like, man, I I wonder if it like just barely squeaked out. Yeah, I, I be, I, it still surprises me that Resident Evil Village was nominated one for game of the year, two for other things, including what we'll talk about later, uh, best performance. Yeah. Uh, getting that win. Yeah. Um, real quick mention to best game direction that went to Deathloop. Mm -hmm. Should have been Psychonauts. Psychonauts got... Ugh, man, that... Ugh, okay, that, I'm, I'm mad. I don't know, I, I didn't play Psychonauts. Got snubbed. I didn't play Psychonauts. It's, so, it's just like, D -D Deathloop looks neat, right? Like, the art style is great. Uh, I like how they have the text that, like, pops up in the world to like give you hints or red herrings and just all these clues about what's going on but psychonauts 2 reinvents itself every new level you get mm -hmm. and it has like a new art style new art direction but it also has a new like mechanic oh, yeah. tied to that level in each thing and it just works so perfectly and it's just it's 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 astounding how creative they can 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 get in each one and it all feels cohesive and it it just yeah it just yeah ama amazing stuff and i still think that look had a good uh direction because you have to remember oh, absolutely. that absolutely they still had to juggle between uh because of the nature of the game you have to juggle having all these different areas that also had these all these different ti uh, time of days that you had to go through and yep. you have the loop mechanic and if I kill someone here, then it has to affect that. And if I know the, this and I that I need uh, to carry the information in this way and such on. And it, still, it still had game, yeah. good game direction. Yeah, good game direction. Best art direction is also the thing. I think Psychonauts 2 should have won that one, but Deathloop got it. Um, Stuff like that. Best score went to Near Replicant. Best audio design went to Forza Horizon 5. Best performance. Here we go. Went to Maggie Robertson uh, from Resident Evil Village. He played Lady, Lady Dimitrescu yeah. or Dimitrescu. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about that one? Nothing against her performance, but I, it's one of those things where it, it didn't stood out for me. It was a good performance, but okay. it wasn't something like, oh, man, this deserves an award for the performance. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, so I don't know if it, she would have been my winner. She, she stands out as the biggest character on the list. Of course, we have uh, Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah, she uh, is pretty tall. Well, yeah, there's there's that too. But but like just in ter in terms of the mainstream and like what broke through. Yeah. Obviously, like the super large, scary vampire lady who everyone wants to have step on them was a huge meme. And so I think that helped it it win there. Yeah. Um, uh, but I, I mean. Yeah, I I think you're no, you're right. I I think it might have been more because of the uh, the meme of a uh, tall lady step on me. Yep, <laughs> and all this stuff. Yep. Uh, but once again, I wouldn't have given it to her. I I think if I would have to choose, it would have been between Giancarlo and Osioma. 
Aggaga. I think that's okay, how you pronounce cool. it. Yeah. The death loop, yeah. Um, there you go, yeah. A uh, couple other ones that I want to mention here. Games for Impact went to Life is Strange, True Colors. That was a great game, but Chicory got snubbed. Chicory got snubbed in that one. I, I, that's all I will say. Yeah. Um, best ongoing game. I have to mention this one for Gino. Final Fantasy fourteen online. Fortnite okay, cool. got snubbed. Fortnite got snubbed. We can, we can move on from Final Fantasy. Dead game. No. <laughs> Kidding. Uh, best indie game went to Kena, Bridge of Spirits. Good. That was a great game. Uh, I think also chicory got snubbed and wasn't even nominated <laughs> on this one why sure. is 12 minutes on there yeah i don't know sure. uh best debut indie game yes i would agree went to canon bridge of spirits that was great um though to be honest the forgotten city that game was freaking phenomenal and that's his first game wow. uh which is wild uh, so I still need good to play that game. On there. I still need to play that game. I forgot about it. it. You can beat the game in like eight hours. Like yeah. one day, just sit there and do nothing but that game. And it is phenomenal. Um, Let's see. Let's see. Best action game went to Returnal. Best action adventure went to Metroid Dread. Best RPG, Tales of Arise. Uh, best family game was also It Takes Two. <laughs> I, know, I know a lot of people had no. some qualms about that. Yeah, uh, it's like, have you have you actually played the game on that one? I don't know if I'd put that in a family game, but who knows? Um, are there any of these that I should also mention here? I think now we're getting into all the esports stuff down there. Uh, I don't know anything about. See, no, Esport, I know nothing about it. I think. I think that's. Yeah, kind I of think it. there's a few more that we skipped creator. over, yeah. um, and yeah. and stuff like that. You guys can go ch ch check out that info. Yeah. Uh, Best team going to Age of Empires four. I think I would mostly agree with it, uh, because humankind it just didn't vibe with me. Microsoft Flight Simulator it won it last year. I don't know what's doing here. And Evil Genius UI, I haven't, still haven't tried that. Uh, the other one that stood out to me was best mobile game going to Genshin Impact. Not because Genshin Impact isn't a good game, but it still, it feels like cheating. Yes, the yeah. game can be played in mobile, but it, it, it feels really like a console game. That makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, let's move on to all the announcements and tra trailers and stuff like that mm -hmm. at the Game Awards. Ignacio, was there something that was your fa favorite? What stood out to you about all the announcements at the hmm. Game Awards? Hmm. Uh, I think this, we had a, a couple of surprises here. For example, we had the announcement of Star Wars Eclipse from Quantic yeah. Dream. I think we had, I don't know if it was confirmed or if it was a rumor that Quantic Dream was working on a Star Wars game, but now we got yep. the confirmation that that is indeed happening. And it also is set in the High Republic, which is a yep. period that I would very much like to explore since it feels like everything Star Wars leans more towards after Revenge of the Sith. 
uh, and I would very much like to explore that time period. Other announcement that surprised me was the Wonder Woman game being developed by the developers of Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor. Monolith, yeah. Yeah. Good on them. Yeah, which um, I do not think we had any like uh, rumors of it or, or anything. But I think. Yeah, no. It, it didn't know what they were working yeah. on. I, I think it, it could be very interesting to see them having the Wonder Woman IP, they have confirmed that they will use the Nemesis system, which, let's be honest, is a system that should That's have been cool. used with more games. I don't know why it hasn't really been used outside the two Middle-earth games, but it is cool that they are making a return with that system. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I think for me, yeah, I, I think those were two of the big ones. I was surprised at the Wonder Woman announcement. I'm super stoked for that. Uh, shout out to Tunic for finally getting a release date. March 16th, 2022. Uh, that's the like, small yeah. Zelda-like game was keeping the, it out? little fox <laughs> character. I, I don't think so. Or let's see. I don't uh, it's just officially will be released. Officially be released. Yeah. March 16th. Like that. Yeah. Wow. Like that's the thing. We, we, we saw this closer to when the switch launched on some event or something. And sure. they just, sh they showed like a quick snippet and everyone was like, hello, what is that? Who is she? I, I like her. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and, uh, yeah, we just haven't gotten much on on that. But March this next year, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and there were a lot of else. announcements. There's so much here. So much. Uh, Dune is having a new strategy game, mm -hmm. which is pretty cool because uh, Dune is the IP that basically launched that genre of games. First, uh, like real-time strategy mm -hmm. game was a dune game oh wow another mm -hmm. final fantasy 7 um, remake is coming or it, it already did come to pc uh after integrate is yeah well in, yeah integrate is the base game plus the intermission mission yeah but yeah that, that came to pc um, it has gotten mixed reviews about the port uh, not because the port it necessarily runs bad, but because it feels much more of a hey, let's take the PS5 version and put it on PC more than let's make a PC version. It doesn't have, gotcha. yeah, because it doesn't have many uh, uh, configurations. It, it is very bare bones with regards to that. It doesn't even have a widescreen uh, or ultra wide support, which is. If it had, I would have considered getting the game because I would have liked yeah. to play like that, but it doesn't even have that. And uh, yeah, and stuff like that. It, it is a very weird port. Interesting. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. Good to know. Here's two more that I think are worth mentioning. Uh, Dur Dur Dramatic Labs is developing Star Trek Resurgence. Uh, it is uh, about f 20 former Telltale staff members ah. uh, making a, a Star Trek vi video game uh, that's kind of like a choose-your-own-adventure kind of thing. Like a uh, it's, it's, Telltale game. Yeah, uh, looks a lot like a 
telltale game because it's made up of the former staff, like I mentioned, uh, set shortly after the events of Star Trek The Next Generation. So if you're fans of that show, you might want to check out that game. Um, that's coming to PC and consoles sometime in 2022. Speaking of Telltale games, Telltale proper, uh, which uh, there was that weird thing of they were around making video games. They went bankrupt. They disappeared. So someone bought up all of the rights to them and started up a new studio under the same name. Um, so Telltale Games has announced they are working on a game for The Expanse. Uh, which is a series of books. There is also a in Amazon Prime TV show uh, based off of the, the books, which is phenomenal, by the way. Uh, one of the best sci-fi shows, period. It is great. It is phenomenal. Go watch it. The final season is happening right now. It's great. Um, but yeah, that's being uh, co-developed by Telltale and Deck Nine, mm -hmm. who uh, worked on Life is Strange True Colors this this year. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm excited about that one. Uh, we got Open World Sonic. We got, uh, let's see, the new uh, Wait, before release date. Before you move on from uh, Sonic, what do you Sonic. think about what do you think about what we saw? Sonic. I'm not a huge Sonic fan in general, so personally, I don't care. But it looked, it looked like to me, yeah, it, it's gonna be like kind of open world. I think they've come out and said it's gonna be open zone, is how they yeah, described yeah, yeah. it. But which, I, which I also could heard be some people could be or uh, could be literally, or it could be just a tongue in cheek uh, callback to the right, songs yeah. from Sonic. With the, the like gigantic monster thing there, though, I heard one or two people tossing around the idea of it's it, it could potentially they're speculating here be more like Shadow of the Colossus in that mm. you fight these gigantic monsters and the, the like rings and loops and rails and stuff that you're on are like parts of the monster or are around the, them and stuff like pathways on. The monsters which could be neat yeah but i don't know we'll see yeah we'll it see had it had definitely those uh shadow of the colossus vibes and also what uh looking at the open world that they showed it did remind me a lot of breath of the wild and i think it would be very cool to see sonic take the jump to a uh or do a breath of the wild kind of like leap forward i i'm not that big of a fan of Sonic and let's be honest, Sonic hasn't had the best track record lately. So yeah. I think that this is an opportunity for them to do something new, something fresh, and something that can pull them forward and hopefully be something that hits with people. There you go. Uh we got a glimpse, a new look at Hellblade 2, Senua's saga. What did you think about the gameplay of Hellblade 2? To be honest, I didn't pay that much attention to the gameplay. Uh, I haven't played honest, Hellblade 1. And... It, it, oh, ooh, you should absolutely play that one. It's great. Um, it, Hellblade 2 looks impressive. It looks graphically. impressive, yeah. Graphically. They said this was gameplay. 
if the gameplay was just a character running, sure, I guess we got gameplay. <laughs> I, like, I, they threw a spear, so they hit a button. I guess that's gameplay. Uh, yeah, this did not look like gameplay. Um, I mean, it did, but it didn't. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it, yeah, just, yeah. it looked like an interactive story yeah. is what was happening there. So a little bit disappointed with that trailer, if it's a gameplay trailer. But I'm still hyped for this game. I think it's going to be really neat. Um, yeah. Yeah. Lot, there's there's so much there's so much announcements that happened Wait, on this thing we one don't one last thing that i want to shout out to all of them one last shout out that i want to give is to have the delicious last course yep it was too. a very good way of showing off the or presenting the game it started off with a band and to the style of uh Cuphead, which i think would be like a 40s like 40s 50s style I, I would say more like 20s or 20s yeah like 1920s flappers yeah yeah that that kind of style and then going into the the nice animated portion which looks it looked pretty cool but then yeah they finally gave a release date for the dlc which is june 30th 2022 here you go mm -hmm. good stuff uh, well, earlier this week, we also got a Nintendo Switch Indie World Showcase. Let's move on and talk a little bit about that. Ignacio, did you get a chance to watch this? No, I realized like a couple of hours after it, it, it happened that uh, it had happened. To, to be honest, the same thing happened to me and I still haven't gotten to watch it yet. So we'll just skim over this. Yeah, because no one. Yeah, they, they announced it. <laughs> And I didn't know about it until after it happened. And I was like, oh, I, I guess that was a thing. Well, for <laughs> me, they announced, they announced it. I saw the announcement and I was like, oh, okay, it is tomorrow. And then uh, a day later, I forgot that it was going to be a thing. And I scrolled to Twitter and no one talked about That's it. That's funny. And then one thing, uh, there's, there was one announcement that I saw that uh, it made me realize that it had happened. Which was that only Olio World got delayed, and that's how I realized, yeah. oh, that the in the World Showcase happened. Ah, yeah. So uh, it it looks like I'll, I'm looking over an IGN like wrap up here from Matt Kim. Uh, sea of Stars. This is an RPG that I am really excited for and cannot wait. Uh, it's a JRPG inspired prequel to The Messenger. Uh, which is a game that I actually haven't played. Um, Messenger I is a very good game. In... I, yeah, it, it looked fantastic. It's just not my kind of game play. Like that, like that style of game is not necessarily my favorite there. But then when they showed this, I was like, I'm all in. Let's go. Uh, so I've been looking forward to this one a lot. Um, Looks like uh, music from the Chrono Trigger composer, uh, and it will be coming holiday 2022. So I think that's a bit of an update on the release date mm -hmm. there. Uh, River City Girls 2 coming to Switch summer 2022. I saw a few people talking about this Omori game. Uh, which they wrote here, developed and designed by artist Omocat. 
Omori is set between two strange worlds, each with friends and foes. Play through this story and uncover the mysteries behind your forgotten past. The critically acclaimed RPG comes to Nintendo Switch in spring 2022. So, there you go. Um, what else are some interesting things that I see on this list? Um... After love, yeah, I guess after Ollie, love Ollie EP world, after love EP it looks like a game EP. for you. After love EP, a modern day story of music and love. A young musician named Rama loses his girlfriend. He must work to regain himself in a game that combines a visual novel with a rhythm game. Multiple endings mean you can replay to try and complete your next EP. Coming to Switch, summer twenty twenty two. Go. Uh, and then back down here to Ali Ali World. He said it got delayed. Coming to Nintendo Switch February 8th, 2022. Pre-orders are already up. Cal, I, I have to admit when I saw that the game got delayed out, out of the out of December, I got pretty scared. Because if you do not know, Ali Ali World oh, like, was one of my on games your... on my yeah. And uh, I thought, oh shit, that was my hope <laughs> to securing my victory. Long shot. <laughs> no, it wasn't a long shot. I, I am ahead of you, but uh, my, I had the scare that uh, the gunk would give you some good points because not only you had it, but also it was my counterpick, so it would have uh, taken away points yeah. from me. So I thought, okay, I need all the other world to be good in case the gunk does. The gunk good. does 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 good. So I I didn't mention it when we were doing what we've been playing. I downloaded it and I tried it out. Uh, the gunk and unfortunately on Game Pass PC it is a glitchy mess. Oh wow. Um, uh, it's it's bad. Um, and just like uh, like things were flickering, like unplayable. Like you know how you you hear stories of like the demos and stuff that they show at E3. Man, if you just look in the wrong direction, like everything mm -hmm. just breaks. Mm -hmm. Like that's this, but in every direction. Oh, wow. uh, like things were flickering. The background was flickering. The main character was flickering. It was just like I I played it for like 10 minutes and was like, all right, I'm going to have to like wait a month or two to mm. see if they patch it and fix it. So we'll see. Hopefully it's still good, though. Uh, and last but not least, I want to give a shout out to Chicory, a colorful tale, uh, which is now out on Switch. Uh, go play that game. That game is great. Uh, I loved it a lot. Uh, and if I'm not mistaken, I believe it's still on my top 10 list for the year. So, go check it out. There you go. Nintendo Indie World Showcase. Lots of stuff happening over there. Mm -hmm. uh, next up, I want to talk real quick about Bungie. What's happening over there? Some reports came out about uh, toxicity in the workplace. It looks like Rebecca Valentine released a big article about all of this over at IGN um, and did a pretty extensive write up here. It's pretty long. Uh, I won't read much of this. There's not even really a good, like, uh, summary thing up at the top but it, it, it looks like uh back in september B 
spongy uh, I'm writing here from uh, the article at the start it says in September Bungie made a huge announcement after the developer spoke publicly about its desire to push back on toxic work culture ceo pete parsons pulled back the curtain on a number of new initi initiatives in in effort to uh re recognize our shortcomings bungie would hire a diversity and inclusion <coughs> director update hiring practices improve tr tr training and new tools allow anonymous hr reporting and end forced arbitration uh, the announcement was lauded across the industry, appearing to be a set of proactive, forward-looking moves amid industry-wide uh, working condition scandals. The response from within the co company was different. Many of its current uh, and former employees felt that their experiences at the company going as far back as 2011 and as recently as this year dramatically clashed with Bungie's virtuous self-portrait. Uh, while, while some praised the news for many others, hiring a DNI director or ending mandatory arbitration in all employee contracts was far too little, far too late. For others, still, it was only one step in a long journey to a potentially better future, but with roadblocks remaining along the way. It looks like they interviewed a bunch of employees and spoke with them and stuff like that. Again, you should go read uh, this whole thing here by Rebecca Valentine at IGN. Ignacio. Thoughts on all of this? Thought, thoughts on Bungie and uh, some of the reports coming out of this? Uh, it sucks. It sucks whenever uh, we get any news like this. Uh, yeah, I, I haven't read the whole article, but I did see that it was uh, a thing that uh, happened. Um, yeah. So yeah, I do not have my, a lot to say on it other than... Uh, it sucks whenever you hear people having bad experiences like this. Yeah, it it really does. And I think it's just if, if it hasn't been already, it's abundantly clear that this is an industry wide problem. Like this is not just, oh, it's this one company. Oh, it's this one CEO the way he works. But this is just it's it's happening everywhere where either you know it or not. Um. I, I, I think per personally, it was a good thing that but Bungie has taken steps to to do that stuff. But it, it also now knowing some of the issues, it, it also. Like, I, I, I don't want to say like, I, I guess I'm feeling more cynical and skeptical with the whole thing, at least right now of love, like, oh, they knew. Like that's right. Like that. That's why they did this stuff so that they could get out in front of it. But they knew, um, and that 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 might not be the the best take on the, the the whole thing. But it just it sucks to see, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. You just hope. Hopefully, in the in the future, things can start improving and get getting better as we're more and more vocal about all of this stuff and they can just hold everyone accountable 
um, to just make make things better you just want things to be good Mm -hmm. people to have fun and do what they love so there we go with that i encourage you all to go read uh the whole thing there that rebecca wrote so check it out um let's move on though because i really want to talk about splinter cell (laughs) <laughs> Splinter Cell. <laughs> we did it. We did it. We are victorious. Kinda. <laughs> Kinda. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So man, we. This is like the Switch Pro, right? Like, ever since Splinter Cell Blacklist, like we've we've had rumors of a new Splinter Cell that they're working on. Oh, the this guy updated his Twitter thing, and it has this and uh, that picture. He used to work on that game, and now he's back at Ubisoft, and all all of the all of this stuff that kept pointing to, hey, maybe, maybe, maybe one day. Um, but it also just seems like Splinter Cell is not like that's not the kind of game that ubisoft makes nowadays right it just hasn't really fit in with their catalog yeah uh, and all of that stuff so uh, i have an article pulled up here from owen s good over at polygon who writes ubisoft toronto is developing a remake of tom clancy's splinter cell stealth shooter that kicked off a series by the same name and introduced players to the character of sam fisher ubisoft announced the remake this past wednesday with a developer interview and a lengthy youtube retrospective covering the original 2002 game splinter cell will be remade in ubisoft's snowdrop engine with the company intro which the company introduced uh with 2016's tom clancy's the division uh in the interview technical producer peter handrinos acknowledged that enough time to miss an entire console generation has passed since the last splinter cell game which was 2013 teen splinter cell black last despite the pleadings of the series's dedicated fans so i you know what i'm i'm happy i'm I'm satisfied yeah with this like i i think this is a good thing yeah of course it is a good thing to hear that uh the this uh this character is getting his own game finally this uh, character that we, of course, has only lived and breathed being a guest character on other games is finally getting a, a chance for its own theme. <laughs> He's had his own series of games. I love this series. Um, I, I, Splinter Cell is a, a, yeah, a series that I'm really passionate about. I love the stealth genre. That's like one of my favorites. Um, and splinter cell has always had a place in my heart especially uh those first couple ones splinter cell pandora tomorrow and chaos harry were all fantastic um after that they did splinter cell double agent which i wasn't as fond of i was not a huge fan of the like broad daylight stealth stuff uh but i can understand the direction that they were trying to go with that and i was okay with it but then the game started to veer more in the action direction 
Sure. Um, like I really took to, to 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 heart in those early games. Like they tell you, like your gun should be your last resort in in this. Like don't go in guns blazing. That's not how the game is meant to be played. And then I I remember just being like, okay, that's interesting. Like, sure, I'll do that. And I loved it. And then I was like, I went to all my friends and like showed them this game and explained it to them. And it broke my heart to just see them like go in guns blazing and ruin (laughs) everything. I'm just like, no, you're doing it wrong. And so the fact that they started to make the games with more options for characters to do that i didn't like it but now looking back now that i'm older i'm like okay i understand why like they like the stealth genre is very niche right like more more often than not people want to just go in guns blazing yeah um and and so i i i understand why they did that but i yeah i'm i'm if they're not gonna make a new one I yeah, absolutely would love a remake of all of this, but it's going to be interesting because these games started coming out uh, like right when America was all like, rah, rah, let's go fight in the in all these stupid ass wars and stuff right after 9-11. So there's there's going to be some interesting things that I think they're going to have to yeah. deal with in in there. And I'm, I'm interested to see how they deal with all of that. But man, I, I, I love these games. So if nothing else, I am excited that I get to play that one day. I will hopefully get to play uh, th- this remake of the original Splinter's Hell. So. I'm stoked. Mm-hmm. I'm stoked for that stuff. Now, where Maybe is the Metal this- Gear remake? I mean, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're hopefully one so day the superior stealth game series. Where is it? I don't know about that. I, I do. I don't know about that. I do. I don't know about that. I do. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Moving on. Enough about Splinter Cell. Uh, Final Fantasy fourteen is apparently too popular. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. We are pulling this from gamesindustry.biz. This is written by Marie D'Alessandre. D'Alessandre. And they write, Final Fantasy XIV is being temporarily suspended from sale. Finally. Dead game. Dead game, finally. Temporarily suspended from sale due to ongoing issues with its servers following the title's sudden surge in user numbers. Uh, The game's servers have been congested since the early access launch of its Endwalker expansion and its official release on December 7th. Players have had to queue to log in the game, sometimes for several hours. To cope with the situation, Final Fantasy XIV's producer and director Naoki Yoshida announced that Square Enix would suspend the sale and delivery of both the title's starter edition and complete edition. Uh, Let's see, blah, blah, blah. Players who are trying to join the game via a free trial will also temporarily be unable to access it 
uh, with priority given to users with an active subscription. So there you go. Gino can finally move on with his life to bigger and better things. Yeah, some would call this a wake-up call for Gino. He he needs to finally admit that he he'll just give up on the game. So better do it sooner than later. So why why keep trying? They literally told told him don't play it. Yeah, go home. We're we're, we're taking it away. Yeah. Go home. <laughs> no, but in all seriously, seriousness, it is wild to see these Q yeah, numbers that they, awesome. they're putting out. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's not awesome, but it's, it's just like, wow, awesome. holy shit, this game is so popular that they're like, they're, their only option is to just like, look, guys, we have to stop selling yeah, this because it is like, a, it we can support the numbers. Yeah, it is it's a wild, wild thing. But it, it is a very big problem. That they are having from what I've seen, all these ridiculous cues that uh, people have had to go through to play the game. It is wild. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. He, and watch, he's still he's still gonna be game of the year. Game of the year. I love waiting in line. Game of the year. Game of the year. <laughs> I mean, this cue is so good, man. Game of the. Love waiting in li- line, wait, wait, waiting in line simulator. Yeah, <laughs> that's what this exactly. game is now. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Stuff, good stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, con- like, I in, in a weird way, con- congratulations to Final Fantasy sure, fourteen, yeah. but also, God, that sucks. Yeah. That like, this is what they have to do. Yeah. So does does this have something to do with like the the chip shortage and the silicon? No, no, like, I, I doubt it. It, it, it. I mean, it would be server space. So yeah, it would they, be like, server server space. But I I don't. Is it? I I think it is a bit of a leap to to link it to uh to the I'm, chip I'm shortage. Just guessing and speculating. I don't. I don't think it would be. I have no idea. I don't Why? think it would be there. Okay. Not the chip shortage. Oh. Who knows then? Mm-hmm. Maybe they just didn't like Gino. Yeah. That guy is... I mean, uh, they clearly went, oh, this game is not going to be popular. Why would it be? So, uh, five servers. Yeah, that's fine. Only yeah. five. Get that kid Gino Viteri off. Yeah. No one needs him. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, well, there you go. Square <clears throat> Enix. Shutting down their game. Um, well, with that, we would normally go into our new and notable section. I mean, if you uh, if you want the year, it, yeah, if you want to do it, I have one that I can chat up. Oh, you you have one. All right, let's do uh, it. We have one new and notable thing for, for this. So let's go into that. Yeah. So right. if you if you didn't know, the Epic Game Store it constantly every week oh, has. Yes. Free games that they put out, uh, free to own, no strings attached, free to own. Just go into the store and download them. So for the Christmas season, they have now been doing the uh, I don't know this campaign where they give a new free game every day. So every day there's a new free game that you can grab. So yeah, I recommend going into the Epic Game Store every day until. If I'm, I, I believe it would be until Christmas Day, but uh, yeah, go check it out every day, and you'll find a new game for free. Now today's oh, free? for free. 
Today, Saturday, the free game is Remnant from Ashes. Uh, two days ago, it was Shenmue 3. Yesterday, I do not remember what game it was. But once again, it is completely free, so definitely check it out. Cool, cool, cool. Good stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, the new and notable is now old and noted. Yeah. So we are going to get on to our lightning round. <laughs> Very short lightning round for today, so we have three new stories. Okay. First up, Turtle Rock, the developers behind Bike for Blood, have been bought by Tencent. Interesting. Interesting, yeah. I don't really yeah. have much to say on that one, but just, huh. huh okay. Yeah, Tencent, they have money. And lots of it. They do. And they for sure <laughs> like spending they it. They do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they for sure like spending it, so... uh I think this is just the latest, the latest of their acquisitions in the video games industry. So, uh, Absolutely. take it as you will. Number two, Stalker 2 walks back decision to put NFTs in the game after fan backlash. So, I was not aware that it was going to have NFTs, but it will not have NFTs yeah. at, at the end of it. Yeah, I, I, I don't know much about the Stalker franchise. Mm -hmm. uh, I know uh, Waypoint Radio is has been getting into all of, it's. I, I, if I'm not mistaken, I believe it's some like big cross media franchise. Like they have books or movies or something that all tie in or who knows what. I don't know. Um, but yeah, that I, I know NFTs are kind of the big hot thing mm -hmm. uh, right now, uh, especially in the video game industry. Uh, and a lot of people really don't like them. And I do not um, get we've why. Kind of, we, we've kind of managed to avoid talking about yeah. them here on Crossplay. Um, yeah, I mean, for example, but, we didn't talk about Ubisoft planning on including NFTs in the game. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know enough to, like, really say why a lot of people like them, but I think just at a base level... It, it, it's it, it, it's it's I think especially for the video game industry, it's kind of stuff we've already been doing, mm -hmm. but they're trying to put like buzzwords on this and get the, the like it just it seems like the wrong investors would get involved for the wrong reasons, if that makes sense. But I've also heard it's bad for the environment and that... stuff like that. But like I said, I don't know it enough to really say. Uh, I mean, from what I know about NFTs, and I do not know that much i don't get the hate uh for the environment thing i think uh, that's confusing it with cryptocurrency which once again that's a whole different thing because by themselves cryptocurrencies aren't bad for in the it's environment these... it's the process that it could be bad for the environment but then for nft right. it's this it's this idea of like the cryptocurrency blockchain yeah. nft like everyone's kind of grouping all of those in the, in the same thing and i i haven't really done enough research to separate them all out and yeah but i think what's what i think that goes as to why people might be having a backlash towards nft you know because nfts do anything bad because as far as i know there isn't necessarily something bad uh, inherently from NFTs because NFTs are simply a way to say this is one unique thing that's digital that you, that you can own 
but I think that people are including it with the blockchain and the cryptocurrency, which has been getting some backlash. And I think that might be why people are going against the idea of NFTs more than more so that just, there could be a, a good, uh, reasonable reason as to why push back against NFTs. I just don't see why this needs to be in the games. Uh, like I, to be, I just, to be I, honest, uh, like I said, Ubisoft talked about including NFTs on their own uh, games. And I don't necessarily think it is a bad idea. The way that Ubisoft at least talked about it is it's a cosmetic or a, let's say a, a piece of cosmetic or a piece of weapon that because it is unique, you can sell it uh, and you can make money off it. And I think that that necessarily isn't a bad thing. It reminds me of Steam. Steam does that. Steam, you can go into Steam which is, uh, which Marketplace. Is the, the thing, and, yeah, right. Like, and you can sell things there and make money. For a while. Like, yeah. this isn't necessarily like a new concept for video gig games, which is why, in my mind, why I said, like, it feels like it's distracting from the video gig games themselves. And that could very well like be. The wrong, yeah. the wrong kind of people are going to want to invest in this stuff for the wrong reasons like they're they're not wanting to like be a g gamer or play these games or no. consume, consume them in the same way that we do like they're just wanting to make money off of this and it's just like if that's that's what you're here for like go do that somewhere else um but i don't know yeah i don't know so fan backlash against uh a lot of this stuff uh at, at least stalker 2 has been like all right sorry no. you won't put them in yeah we'll see if you ends up um actually pulling through or uh, backing up i doubt they'll <laughs> back out i don't know i could see it go both ways uh but finally the last news stories we are getting new ps5 faceplates and controllers which finally you can get legal ps5 faceplates yeah <laughs> and i i think it is a, an idea that makes sense but it isn't an idea that i was necessarily expecting from them as an in an official oh, they capacity have to they they have to they they would be so wrong yeah to not. I, I think it is a very good idea for especially knowing how people care so much about customizing their their consoles and how it looks and the colors uh and all that stuff i think it is a very good business decision it isn't necessarily something that i would is 100 expected from them to do yep but still they they are doing it they revealed a variety of uh face place of different colors and with that announcement they also revealed new controller colors which if that's yeah. your thing good for you you'll have a more variety I knew well, they, they, they announced a new purple one and a pink one, or was the pink one already out? For controllers or for Facebook? Yeah, for the controllers. They they because we we had the we have the white one. They mm -hmm. already had the black one, yeah. and then I think there was like the like purple and blue. They have their cosmic they colors, like, like they cosmic purple and uh, blue. Yeah, something like that. Something, something like yeah, that. Something but like they look good. Yeah, they look, they look good. good. Look good. Yeah. But there you have it. There you go. That's it Good for stuff. the lightning round. Ignacio. Yep. This is the final episode of Crossplay for 2021. It is. We've made it to the end of the year. Um, 
coming up on the crossplay feed here in this podcast. Uh, like I mentioned before, our sixth year anniversary retrospective will be the next thing that appears on the crossplay podcast feed and on YouTube, all of that stuff. Um, you guys to check out that's just going to be a big celebration it's going to be uh, as many of the hosts as we can get we're going to be looking back on the year and celebrating and looking ahead to next year uh just eating and drinking and having fun and talking about some changes and stuff that might be happening on some of the shows uh so i we haven't finalized anything for crossplay but i planted the seed in uh people's minds here to be like hey be be thinking how we can improve the show for the next year uh there may or may not be some changes in the new year of the way the show is structured or how we record it or what day we record on who knows but um if we don't announce it on the retrospective we will uh of course be announcing it like on twitter and when we come back in the new year so be on the lookout for all of that stuff Mm -hmm. ignacio what are you excited for in 2022 what video games are you looking forward to oh that's uh a very tough question because 2021 has been a wild year because it's the second year of the pandemic and so many things have been delayed towards 2022. So I think that there are a bunch of things that you could look forward to in the next year, especially February. February will be a wild, a wild month. Uh, it's going to be packed, yeah. With uh, different good games. But I think... Yeah, seeing all the games that got delayed from 2021 to 2022 will be very exciting. Yep. I think I am personally looking forward to God of War. Yeah. Ragnarok. That's going to be a great one. Uh, for Horizon Forbidden West. Yeah. Uh, is another one I'm looking forward to. Uh, this, this, like, Marvel Firaxis. Oh, the Midnight Sun. The, yeah, Midnight Suns. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to that one a lot too. So there's yeah. there's there's a lot of good stuff. A lot of good stuff coming uh-huh. down the road. Uh-huh. So there you go. Exciting things. Uh well, like I said, this is the final crossplay for 2021. We will be back in the new year. The first one that we do is gonna be our game of the year. Uh stuff, all of that mm-hmm. going on there. We are also going to have to check in on our uh, fantasy league uh, at the start of the year here and then uh, maybe launch our new fantasy league after that. Yep. So, yeah, exciting stuff coming up in the new year here at Crossplay. I'm looking forward to it all. Ignacio, where can the people find you on the Internet? People can find me on Twitter at Ignacio Rojas B. That's I-G-N-A-C-I-O-R-O-J-A-S-B. Yo, you guys can find me at Yo Kyle Springer. And if you want to follow all of the stuff that we do here at The Whatnots, we are at The Whatnots on Twitter. So please go like, share, subscribe. That would help us out a ton. I know Spotify just, they finally made it so you can rate, like give a podcast a star rating. Mm-hmm. Uh, so go follow us on Spotify and give us a five star rating. That would help us out a ton uh, to just be discovered to to new people uh, or have, have new people discover. I guess you... You can't be discovered t- 
to someone. No, that so, mm. doesn't really make sense. But they can discover you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So the yeah. more the more the more stars that we get, the more five star writings that we get, the more discoverable we become. Yeah. Don't you want us to be discoverable? I mean, look at our faces. Hey. <laughs> hey. Uh, there you go. Uh, so yeah. With that, this has been Crossplay Episode One Hundred and One. You have been played. We need a better outro. No, it's so good. 